Hello, I'm Rain Phoenix. This is Launch Left, an intentional space for art and activism, a podcast, a label, a launchpad for left of center artists. Our guest today, the legendary Tits in the Maytals, I'm going to save all my excitement for when I actually speak with him. This is probably the most nervous you'll ever see me talking to an artist because he has been just such an important artist for my family and I, my childhood in the background of my childhood, I hear Tits and the Maytals almost every day. My dad loved him and all of us by proxy just would make us have so much joy. As a matter of fact, I was listening to his record today and it's the kind of music that just uplifts your heart and soul. And I just feel so lucky that he's willing to speak with me. So forgive me if I um, stammer and stutter a little. I'm going to try not to talk too much, which I do sometimes when I'm nervous. Please welcome to the show, Toots from Toots and the Maytals. Hello. How are you today? There you are. <laughs> hello. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> hello, what a pleasure to meet you. My name is Rain. Um I just want to start by thanking you for your contribution to art and culture and activism through your whole life. Just yeah. Wow. <laughs> so thank you. Okay. <laughs> I I grew I grew up listening to you. My dad was a huge fan and wow, my voice just cracked cuz I'm so excited to be speaking with you. You know, the way that you share about pain through the joyfulness of music, you know, um, is like a healer or a shaman or something. And I just, it has saved me many a time. And I've, the last few days I've been woken up and put reggae on and your new record is incredible. I just listened to that this morning and it just puts one in a good mood, no matter how much stress I have and what I'm scared about for the day, it changes everything to have the music like yours. Good music, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. So are Thank you... you... Thank you very much too for this light, um, special moment. Thank you. Are you in your studio right now? Yes, I'm in the studio right now. And that's... Is that, the, is that called a... Reggae Center. That's right, the Reggae Center. Right on. It's called Reggae Center. Right on. I heard that you played a lot of the instruments on your new record. Yes, I did that. I did. I played and I arranged and so forth, you know? Yeah, it's it's, it's really... uh, it's so good. I listened to it yesterday and today. Can I ask you, I always ask two questions of all the guests that I have on the show. I'm curious about, which is how music found you as a young person, like how music found you. Well, music found me when I was a baby. When I was a baby, they told me, um, they took me to the church and Hold me in the hands and I start kicking my two feet and singing. And were you encouraged to pursue music? 
Yeah, well, I was encouraged from, I have to go to church with my parents. I went to the church with my parents, I inspired by music from the church and to my, from my parents. So they, they gave me this um, talent from God. Did you play an instrument or sing or both? When? When you were a child in church. No, like, a baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, when I you were a baby. I was a baby when they took me to the church, they told me. And then as you became a teenager, did you keep staying in music, obviously, if, if it was part of your Yeah, music? what I did, what I did, I made my own little guitar. Mm-hmm. My own little guitar, and I, I made it with um, um, fish line. And I screw them up and get some sound out of it. And then I started to play my ukulele guitar. And then I listened to a lot of foreign people like Mariella Jackson, Elvis Presley, James Brown, a lot of great people, a lot of great people. Great Charles, um, so much, a lot of great people. And then I play my little guitar, and people say they liked it, and I take it from there until now. Wow. So you made it, did I hear you right, that you made a, a ukulele with fishing line as the strings? Yeah, four strings. Wow. Four strings, yes. And so did you start by covering other people, other artists' music, like songs no, you love? No, I, I wrote my own. You started by writing your own. So you were definitely, music definitely found you and put a voice in you all your own, which I think is obvious from your songs. But it's so interesting to hear that it started so young. Um, and, and your family d- encouraged you, or was it all your own? Yes, my, uh, my family and friends and other people encourages me. And I noticed something that to me is super, uh, I don't know, to me it makes the difference between just good music and soulful, great music, which is um, the spiritual component or the... Uh, the active, you know, for the activism in it, like needing to say something, living your life to purpose, having something bigger than you within your music. Um, that is, your music has always been like that. Well, music is like, music is like something that never died. And um, the more I created music, is the more professional way I have to, to deliver good music uh, with the help of my engineer and and my fans. They encourage me and that's, 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 that's why I'm what I am today. <laughs> Did you ever set out to write songs or are you someone who the song comes and tells itself to you? Well, I just write songs that tell a story, mm-hmm. uh, a true story. 
Uh, I don't want to waste time about politics or you know, bad oppression or so. I just, when I write my good songs, and people can put it any way they want to put it, you know. Yeah, I'm a little nervous because, to be honest, you, like your record, your new record is so fantastic. But I remember my childhood being very young, and my, my dad would play your records at home. And every song, while also being just like make you want to dance and have, you know, be happy, they always said something so deep. And, you know, some of your biggest hits, like Pressure Drop, you know, yeah. was speaking about karma and the idea that, like, you know, you, you get what you put out. You know, yes, you get what yeah. you deserve. And, and those messages to a young person were helped to, to form, you know, or to inspire my own, like, ethical framework, uh, to use big Definitely. words. You know? Well, I just read about things that can happen and things that are going to happen and things that happened from a long time. You put one on one together, two on two, and you put them all together and you get wisdom, knowledge, and understanding uh, of the fit. So uh, we don't want to cross the border of writing foolish songs or foolish ideas that can hurt people. Um, the government said, ban that song, ban it. No, I don't want to always write perfect songs. Right. Would you say that family is a big um, influence on you, your family? I know you have a big family, a lot of siblings. Well, my family, we live together, most of them. Family all over the world, family in New York, family in, in um, Europe, all over. But I still have uh, living with my family, my daughter, my son and grandchildren, and my wife. Wow. And they all, anybody else make music, or are you? Uh... Grandchildren and my daughter, she make her own music. Um, her name is Leva. She's doing very good. And she's a bad singer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That cover with uh, that you did with Ziggy Marley of Bob Marley's song, Three Little Birds, on the record, what made you want to cover that song of all the ones of Bob's? Well, I told Bob that I was going to sing a song with him, and he did agree, but he's not here anymore. So that's one of my favorite songs for yeah. him. And listen to his songs, all of them is my favorites. Yeah. So I say, Ziggy, um, your father was singing the song with me. I play the bass, I play the keyboard, I do everything, and with a different arrangement. And Ziggy, which is Bob Marley, son said, "Yes, uncle." They call me Uncle Toots. Yeah. I said, "Yes, uncle. I, I like it." And we went to the studio and we we did it, and it come out real good. Really, really good. And you said that you score some of this, the horn arrangement, like the arrangements, correct? 
Yeah, I do all the arms arrangement. I do all the instruments arrangement. I'm the producer. I'm the provider. I'm, I'm everything. Wow. I'm everything and and those songs. But I still use um, like Sly to, play, to overdub the drum. I, I, I do I play it before, but he, he, he have a name, you know? He has mm -hmm. a name, so the name is very good and they got to be tough. And then Zach, Zach, which is the the son of Ringo, he did a good job and played his guitar also. Um, but I wrote these songs, I created these songs from about three years ago. Long, long before I know these guys. So we all put together, met my engineer, and we said, this would be a good song, and this would be a good song, and we find all the fault of them and realize that these are good songs. So we had them take away and bring back so that's why all of my songs are so, um, I would say, logical for people can just go into it and, you know, it's a simple, simple gospel truth. Yeah. Uh, but I know that you probably have like 500 songs, am I right? Yes, I have a lot. A lot. So you're going to put out another record soon, probably. After this one. Yes, I will. And are, are you, I know that you can't tour in 2020. Nobody can, so you're not alone because of COVID-19. Um, yeah. But are you planning to tour in 2021? Oh, when I, whenever it comes, I will go. Right. When the time comes around, I will, I will go. Yeah. And what do you think is the most, um, in terms of, you know, everything the world is going through right now, coming alive, coming awake to, what do you think is the most important? Is there one thing that you think you, that you wanted to share with people about how we can become better as a nation, a world, a people together? We have to think about each other. Same feelings, some of the same actions. Whether you're black or you're white, we have to come together instead of fighting each other. And um, too much prejudice. I never prejudice when, when I was born. And um, there's a lot of that going on around the world today. But let's put that aside. Don't let it, don't let it bother you. I don't let it bother me. I just say one day people will know themselves and know and know others, you know, because once you know yourself, you won't bring in that thing and, and uh, make make the world uncomfortable. So it's a discomfort for someone to have a prejudicism in his heart and in his in his mind and uh, so in his desire. And walking around and doing it, you know. So yeah. I, I give them time to change. Do you feel that we're really um, in a new age right now? Do you sense that there is a lot to be joyful for? That we are coming to uh, um, realizations and beginning to change as a people. Yeah, they say people have to know themselves. 
Right. You know yourself, you will know someone else. Beautiful. And forget about the negative and deal with the positive. I hope that you live the rest of your life with much joy and abundance because you deserve it for all the kind things you've done for others and through your music, how you've helped the world. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And I hope to, to interview with you one more time, but face to face. Uh, without <laughs> Skype. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and then I appreciate the, the question that you asked. Oh, thank you so much. I, I can't wait to hear whatever you're making today in the studio. Maybe when COVID is over, I can come visit and, and see, yes, nice. see the studio oh, oh. and uh, spend some time there. It's just so beautiful in Jamaica. So enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for your time. We'll make sure you're happy. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. Nice talking to you. You Bye. too. Bye-bye. Launch Left aims to create an intentional space that highlights and empowers all artists for whom radical creativity is not a choice, but a necessity. Launch Left begins with music, but its ultimate aim is to launch left-of-center artists in all creative fields. 